Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, she took an abusive relationship and she's used it to fuel a unique form of advocacy. Her journey, just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, when we think about tough metals, we think about metals like steel and iron, and you know they had to go through a furnace first to toughen themselves. To talk about that today, Faith Teope. She's a multimedia journalist, advocate, and 401k specialist, and she is my friend. Thanks for coming on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Very cool. Well, I should first tell you that I met Faith about a week ago, and I said, hey, there's a gun law. They don't let those in here. And so <laughs> you're, you're training for a competition. I am. I am. I've been taking my life back. I used to be a competitive bodybuilder, and now I'm back on the circuit. So I'm so excited about that. Outstanding. And she's going to share from her heart because uh, much like the iron and steel that we talked about, she's been through the furnace too. So share, share, share with us uh, your journey. It has been really interesting uh, even broaching that, you know, because I'm a finance expert. And so a lot of the conversations that I have are specifically around the financial abuse that I experienced. Um, among the many other forms of domestic abuse. Uh, but what really stood out to me was that I do understand finances. And when I dug into that, I realized that those could have been my first signs. I know what questions to ask, but do I push for the answers that I know I'm supposed to be getting? Yes. And so I've decided that along that long journey, uh, that's where I can start standing out. And the reason why it can be very humbling, maybe even a little humiliating is that, you know, I've been in this industry for over 25 years and to have so much drained from my own accounts as a finance expert, to watch all those things happen to me or to be in such a, a great position where I'm running a company, I'm seen as an influencer in my industry and at home to have my hands crushed, sure. you know, to be slammed into furniture, to be dragged by my hair. Uh, people don't expect that. Um, people who they think are abused shouldn't look like me, but we actually do look like this. Wow. We are in front of the cameras. We have our lipstick on. We pull ourselves together. And that's probably that resilience is what keeps us going and still able to thrive. But what I realized in that whole process coming out of it and restoring and finding healing was that that is the number one thing I do not want for my children. Mm. And speaking of children, you are, have a book that is about to come out. Um, it's going to come out on National Teach a Kid to Save Day. Yes. Tell us about the book and we're putting it on the screen there. The yes. monster job. What does that mean? The monster job, you know, it stemmed from my desire to teach my kids about money and to also teach them about their self-worth. Uh, of course, you know, being a single mom, I also wanted to treat 
teach them some behavioral structure. And I put together a little show for them and it was really hilarious. We had a great time with it. And then I noticed that they were making their bed and they were helping with laundry. And I thought, is this a book? <laughs> so I sat down with them and I had them help me illustrate. We have a, a professional illustrator now who interpreted their art, but just working through that, we were able to put together a book that lays the foundation for financial literacy. We don't want to pump them with a bunch of terminology. Right. Okay. So what does the monster job refer to in the book? The, the idea that when we want something there, it is, it takes require, it requires a lot of responsibility, care, and intention. Mm. So, um, when you share your stories with others for the first time, are they surprised? Yes. Yes. Very. Uh, uh, they're not expecting. I think, you know, we all, even myself, we have kind of a profile of what we think a victim is supposed to look like and what they're supposed to sound like. And so people don't expect that someone that operates like me could ever put themselves or allow themselves in that kind of a situation. Sure. And you've been featured in, in countless articles. We've got one that we're going to put up on the screen. Uh, Money savvy, like a thousand naked photos. Now, what is that? That's a, provoca yes. that's a provocative headline. It what is, is that, what does that it? mean? What does that mean? Well, I, as I was digging into it, I thought, why isn't money more sexy? Why isn't the financial conversation more sexy? Why do, when we talk about finances, do people kind of shut down? And they say, well, I'm, I've got my life going on. I need to get around to my finances. But money, they're the wheels that keep our life moving. So, why isn't the money conversation sexier? So, you know, thinking through that, I thought, why is it so easy for people to talk about nude photo shoots or even do them themselves? So I decided to sign up and, and get a nude photo shoot done for myself to see what it was all about. And I saw so much correlation in that. And mm. I ended up writing a piece just about um, honesty, transparency with yourself, but not having to reveal everything. Yes, I love that. And it, those conversations don't often happen in homes uh, between husbands and wives and kids, and they just don't talk about money. And, mm -hmm. and we hear stories all the time about uh, someone losing their spouse and then not knowing anything about the, the finances. Right. And, you know, the finance sector, the experts, they, they want badly for everyone to have the high financial acumen that they, we all have. And so somewhere down the line, we kind of stop speaking human because we're trying so hard to get everyone to catch up to speed with the terminology of the finance world, which makes it daunting. So I think people think that it's this very complicated task that they have to deal with, with their finances, but it's really simplistic. So that's why when I wrote the monster job, I kept it conceptual. These are just ideas and understanding. So parents or the people who raise the kids can build on top of it. This isn't a book to talk about assets and liabilities. Sure. So you're a 401k specialist. Yes. Um, how do you work with your clients to help them um, you know, grow their wealth? I provide 401ks to companies. Primarily, I work with banks, both private and public. And those banks or those companies will provide the 401k to their employees. So my real effort is with uh, is client facing, not necessarily down to the individual. Mm -hmm. But I do love in the work that I do, I am able to reach that many more people. Sure. Let's talk about the importance of getting started earlier, because uh, I remember, you know, I was in the TV business for 25 years and there were times during those 25 years when I was not contributing to my 401k plan. And I think I had told myself a story like, oh, I could use that money elsewhere. Right. Uh, why is it so important to start in your 20s? Oh, compounding. 
<laughs> glorious compounding. I think a lot of times that people get caught up in the uh, setting aside money and that same amount of money will be there in the future. But really what's happening is you're, you're gaining the benefit of time. So it's the time value of the money being in those different, uh, whether it's a, an IRA or a 401k or some kind of saving vehicle. Sure. You also have a very popular podcast. Let's put uh, that podcast page up on, on the screen. Pull to refresh. I love that. Okay, what is what does pull to refresh mean? It is, you know, it's the feature on your phone where you just pull down and then it kind of refreshes everything. And so it all started with uh, the 401k industry. It's the finance sector. So it's, you know, a little old, a little traditional, and um, it's hard to challenge because the way of things has been set for a long time. And so I like to test things through fire. And I was a very annoying person in, early in my career because I asked a lot of questions. Well, why do we need to do it that way? Uh, and so the, that's kind of carries in the culture of that show, just testing good ideas and bad ideas through the fire and see what holds up. Mm -hmm. And because it is live, people are willing to be a little bit more candid and they're not so worried about their compliance departments questioning whether they should be saying this or that. Yes. So we can have really good, you know, unbiased conversation and come to the bottom of it. What's been one of your favorite podcasts so far? Ooh, um, ooh, I don't know. I've had some really great guests. I had the former Texas commissioner just this past week wow. and getting her perspective on retirement was really fun, very enlightening. I've had some really interesting tech people. Mm -hmm. um, I even had someone come on who uh, she runs Safe in Harm's Way. Uh, she's the founder and spoke on domestic violence because there's a new piece in our legislation that allows for that in 401ks, allows for a withdrawal from sure. your 401k. So uh, as we close this segment, I want you to talk to all the uh, the moms out there because I see you as a fierce, independent, strong mom of four kids. Uh, talk about the importance of uh, being a role model for your kids. Well, you know, we all want our kids to not just not just live, we want them to be successful, whatever that means in our mom minds. It's why we correct them so much. It's why we try to teach them so many different skills. And when we want to equip them so badly, sometimes we can lose ourselves. And I want, I want for my fellow moms to give grace to themselves that we can't always be perfect. We can't always be on. I think we all know that, but I think reminding and saying it out loud to our kids helps them know that they don't have to be perfect either. And I, I comment on that in the monster job because I think it's important for kids to be reinforced and laying some of these, these, uh, ground rules for them to understand that this is about what they want. Uh, we don't want to say, you need to save. We want them to see why they want to save. We want them to see why do they want to make their better. Maybe they don't, but we want them to understand that for themselves. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your amazing journey. We're going to end with the website, which is faithtop.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Jeff. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.